Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, everyone? Daniel Smooth here. I want to show you guys a cool thing we're doing. This podcast is sponsored by Canada Dips, the newest lineup to the dip game, but in CBD form. The Canada Dips lineup features products made for every man's lifestyle. All tins are proudly crafted from the hills of Humboldt County in California. It's filled with flavor and will give you that good vibe that CBD brings to the room. So what are you waiting for? Use the promo code BELLYUP20 in all caps at CanadaDips.com for 20% off your next order. That's BELLYUP20 at CanadaDips.com. It's time to BS. Random fact for the day, wild carrots can kill you. Huh? Yeah, if that was on your bingo card for today, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, if you Google it, the carrots that are found in the wild, like in the fucking forest of God knows where, um, they can kill you if you eat them. Yeah, it's like mushrooms. Except, you know, mushrooms poison you, but wild carrots can, like, actually, like... Murder your ass in cold blood. Anywho, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Time to BS. We are coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York. My name is Sandra Smooth, and once again, it's Time to BS. Um, bunch of shit. Ow! God, that hurt. Much Bunch of stuff to get to. We got a bunch of wrestling talk. Uh, hockey playoffs start soon. That's exciting. That is exciting indeed. Uh, we got some football talk. We got a little bit of basketball talk because the playoffs are going on. Um, so that's great. And then we got uh, some uh, interesting questions and things to talk about. So uh, enjoy, my friends. So I got an interesting question to ask of you all. If you are a fan of Pittsburgh hockey or hockey as a whole, then... Um, you'll probably wonder where this is going to go here. Um, but the Pittsburgh Penguins have fired Ron Hextall and Brian Burke from the management department uh, as president of hockey operations and general manager. So, where does that leave Mike Sullivan, the head coach? Um, and this is the point where I'm going to here. The great Mike Sullivan debate. What is he? I mean, you take Sidney Crosby, Chris Letang, and Evgeny Malkin, and a, and maybe Jeff Carter out of the equation, what do you get? You get a coach that's like, meh, at best, truthfully speaking. Now, I could be horribly wrong, and I could end up getting screamed at for this, but... Mike Sullivan, to me, is like Elaine Vigneault back with the Rangers or the Canucks. He's good when you give him the right roster, but then there are times where you want to, you know, lose your shit completely. 
because of how weirdly incons- about how weirdly inconsistent he can be. It's weird, and the Penguins just miss- and the Penguins are out of the playoffs. So once again, we got a lot of hockey talk. But what are, what are your thoughts on Mike Sullivan? A- anyone who watches this clip, um, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, whatever the fuck, comment what you think of Mike Sullivan as head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then I'll read him and I'll get back to you in the next episode. So there's that. Speaking of hockey, the NHL playoffs are starting soon. Uh, this is exciting. This is very exciting, and I personally cannot fucking wait. Um, the playoffs are set as followed. The Florida Panthers will take on the President's Trophy winning Bruins. Tampa Bay will take on Toronto. Rangers and Devils, Islanders and Hurricanes, Seattle Kraken and the Colorado Avalanche, the reigning champion Avalanche, the Minnesota Wild, the Dallas Stars, Winnipeg Jets and the Vegas Golden Knights, the Los Angeles Kings and the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Choose your champion, NHL edition. Uh, Who do I think is going to win the playoffs in the East, and who I think is going to win in the West, and who will duke it out to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup in the final. Who is it going to be? If you see the graphic here on YouTube and, and TikTok and so forth, you will know my decision. Bias completely aside. Bias completely aside. Um, maybe a little bias in there, but fuck it. My show, don't give a fuck. Um, Islanders and Kings. What a surprise. Um, this is... Come on, give me, give me some confidence here. Give me some confidence. And the reason why I picked the Kings is I, I think both teams will play very similar styles, and they, they both have really good goaltending. Um, defensively, they're tough to play against. And I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be really fun. Uh, but the Islanders really give me this 2012 Kings vibe that um, if you look at the Kings from 2012 and the Islanders of this year, they're very similar. They're very, very, very fucking similar. So... I don't know, dude. I, I think, I mean, we'll see where it goes from there, but who knows? It could be really fun, and we may finally see UBS Arena and the old barn, well, the new barn in this case on Long Island, hoist a, host a Stanley Cup final in the Kings. Well, some of them have been there before. Drew Doughty's been there before. I mean, you know, Kopitar's been there before twice, so we'll see where it goes. I mean, I, I tossed back and forth between Edmonton, the Kings and Vegas and Seattle. I've tossed between those four Pacific teams. So we'll see where it goes. So this is a very interesting thing going on. Uh, if you know me personally, you will know my view on movies. And apparently the Super Mario Brothers movie was an instant success at almost what? What? At almost $400 million box office so far. Um, and it has by far shattered um, every conceivable animation record possible in two weeks. Almost two weeks. Think about that shit for a second here. And people are losing their minds in a good way about this movie. And listen, I'm a gamer. I love my games. Um, But 
the second I found out that Illumination was directing, was uh, producing this film, I was like, oh, they're going to do great. Illumination does really good shit. And it's, yeah, it's shown that, and apparently they're going to make a Legend of Zelda movie with Cody Rhodes and shit like that. So, I mean, hey, we'll see. But uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I will get back to you when eventually I do see it. But... I mean, this the, the shit like this gives me hope every now and then for movies today. Shit like this gives me hope. Because it shows that, hey, sure, a random animated movie about Super Mario Brothers and Bowser... Jack Black as Bowser is a brilliant choice. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong was not what I expected to be, but hey, looks like it fits. I mean, it looks good. It really does, so, uh, yeah, sure, I guess. I mean, let's... We can roll with it. We can roll with it. So, quick little talk here. Um, there's something I saw, uh, and it's ever... It can't be your fault because you're literally perfect and everyone else sucks. It is sad because it's literally the mentality of everyone today. It's it's stupid. Uh, take accountability for your own nonsense or bullcrap or whatever the hell you do. Like, listen, if you if you're drinking and driving and you crash your car, you can't blame the alcohol. You blame yourself. You blame yourself here. That's it. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts in general. If you, let's say... Sucker punch a dude. Yeah, you're going to get punched in the face back because it's your fault. You know, it don't matter if, like, you, you know, do something stupid that, you know, you, you deserve that shit or whatever. But the point that I'm making is you have to learn to take accountability for your own stupidity. Yeah, you like let's say you throw a thousand dollars in a strip club. Yeah, it's probably not a smart thing to do. So you can't blame anything else. You can't blame anyone or anything but yourself. That's your fault. You messed up. It is what it is. But yeah, you can do on it for a little bit and say, like, "Hey, listen, I fucked up." It is what, like I take responsibility, and that's a very mature thing you can do. That's a very mature thing you can fucking do here. Um, and anyone who, you know, takes accountability for yourself, but instead, like, blames, like, let's say your parents or some shit, or your PTSD as a child, like, you, you can move on. You can move on. You can go forward. You can take the forward path and just go, you know what? Yeah, I fucked up. Or, yeah, shit happened, but it doesn't define me as a person. You know, you can't just go around and say everyone else sucks. That's a loser mentality. That shows that, hey, you don't give a shit about yourself. You don't want to improve yourself. You just want to blame everyone and everything for your bullshit. Instead of just looking yourself in the mirror and go, yeah, I fucked up here, but, and I can fix that problem. I can solve this issue. Not a lot of fucking people do that today, and it's sad. 
If you are a hardcore wrestling fan, you will appreciate what I'm about to say. Um, why does this look familiar to me? Why does AEW look like TNA back in the day when Hogan and Bischoff and Flair were there? Why does this look familiar? It's like it's like AEW's trying to hide that they're not being TNA, but they are. Jeff Jarrett's there for God's sakes. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal are there for God's sakes. Sting is there. Well, he's he's almost retired, but like you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Like Jeff Hart, the Hardys are there too. I mean, look at this crap. I mean, look at the graphic I made. I mean. There's a Samoa Joe's there. Christian Cage is there. I mean, AJ Styles is there. Kurt Angle's not there, obviously. But, like, Jeff Jarrett, Sting, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Samoa Joe, Christian Cage. They're all there. They're all there. Only one missing is Flair. That'd be funny. But... Yeah, I mean, like, the booking looks very similar. It's a complete fucking mess. And all the AEW fanboys are going to come after me saying, no, AEW's the best promotion. It's like, who cares? Do you enjoy the wrestling? I mean, yeah, if you enjoy the company, then good on you. Like, I will be the first to say, I, I miss the old TNA wrestling. Like, when AJ was there, when Abyss was there, Mr. Mister Anderson you know, RV, I mean, probably not Rob Van Dam, but like, you know, when Sting was in his prime back in the, Sting was, you know, a six-time TNA champion or whatever the hell he was, Samoa Joe was at his peak there, like, prime AJ Styles in TNA was something special, man, and then Hogan and Bischoff and Flair got there, and everything just went to hell, like, and I see that with AEW. Yeah, there's some dudes there that I will genuinely enjoy. Like, I, I like Kenny Omega. I do. I think, you know, Jim Cornette may think differently, but, like, I love MJF. Love him. You know, there are a few tag teams there I enjoy. Uh, Bear Bronson, or in this case, Bronson and Boulder from the Iron Savages. If you're listening, what's up? Um... I genuinely enjoy that shit. Like, I will enjoy a good world championship match. Like, I can't wait for CM Punk to come back. That's an art topic we'll get to. But, like, it's... There's another one. CM Punk was in TNA for a little bit. And, dude. Like, you're starting to see that AEW is very slowly but surely turning into TNA. And it's weird. Because it's like, you know it's coming. You know it is coming. And it is, it's only a matter of time until it eventually comes crashing and burning to the ground. It's going to happen, too. It's going to happen. More wrestling talk. Um, if you haven't paid attention on the business side of wrestling, then here we go. AEW, fuck, sorry, that's another topic. Uh, WWE and UFC have merged under the Endeavor umbrella. So, Vince McMahon has sold WWE. 
Alrighty then. Well, that's a new thing. That's something cool, I guess. I mean, hey, why not? I mean, also, apparently Vince has some creative control left, so I don't know if we're still fucked, but who knows. We're, like, on the verge of fucked, but we're not entirely fucked, if you know what I mean. Like, it's... It's a very strange little thing we got going on over here. But... Listen, you're sold. So that's that's what's important. I mean, Vince did come back only to sell WWE or his stock and his shares worth of the company, which apparently is like $6 billion. That's insane. But, hey, it's done. It's sold, which is nice. It's nice to see. It's nice to see, uh, this company being sold, which is, uh, which is nice to see. It's, uh, I mean, as long as Triple H still runs the thing, that, that's, that's pretty much all I care about. Because, you know, I want to see so many, like, title matches. I want to see the good shit happen. But at the same point, I also want to see good business happen. And Triple H being involved with creative, you know, being head of creative is a good fucking business. You know, all we need is a Jim Cornette to run the town, to be president of town relations. Yes, I'm a Cornette guy. Piss off. I am. All right. If you got a problem with that, then, you know, speak to the lawyer that I don't have. <laughs> all right. So there's that. Uh, some potentially gigantic fucking news. In the wrestling department, there's a lot of clips here. There's a lot of fucking clips here. Um, uh, what's his face? The return of CM Punk is inevitable. It is inevitable, guys. It is inevitable. We will see the return of the king. The former two-time world champion of AEW, CM Punk, who defended the title for all but six days. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. By the way, we'll finally get CM Punk and and MJF for the world title. It's going to happen, guys. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. But CM Punk, there are rumors from Fightful Select, Sean Ross app of FightfulSelect.com, said that CM Punk has expressed his great interest to return to AEW. He's still under contract, which is crazy to me. And he's still getting paid. I mean, FTR and CM Punk versus the Elite of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But they already got their feud with the Blackpool Combat Club right now, so we shall see. There's another faction that... There's too many factions in AEW. But I'm a big CM Punk guy. Love me some CM Punk. Um... I had hope that he was going to go back to WWE if he did have a buyout. Call if he did a buyout, win the Rumble, and then fight Roman Reigns for the undisputed title. That would be awesome. But here's my two cents in this whole thing. CM Punk is the biggest money is the biggest biggest bringer of money in this entire company's short history. Not even close. The fact that you brought CM Punk back from wrestling after seven years. He's a two-time world champion there. And he's brought in more revenue 
than anyone in that company. Not even Chris Jericho or Kenny Omega, the two EVPs of this company. Cody Rhodes, especially, too. MJF is the world heavyweight champion of, of AEW. He doesn't bring as much fucking revenue as CM Punk, and he doesn't even wrestle right now. That's insane to me. But there are some CM Punk haters, though. There are plenty of them. There are plenty. And there is a good chunk of people that will um, despise the return of CM Punk, but dude, it's absolutely worth it. He's a heel baby face, which is awesome. Absolutely awesome. But he's, he's a great wrestler. Apparently, he's a really good dude also. So that's nice. And if he does return, that's great because we get Jeff Hardy back too, and that's nice. The Hardy Boys. Hell yeah. And I don't know, guys. We will... Uh, we will definitely see where this goes. We will definitely see where this bullshit goes. But I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic if CM Punk does come back. That's that's really nice. More business talk, apparently. The wait is finally over, Washington. The wait is over. Uh, your commanders or foreskins or redskins or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Uh, the deadskins or the reskins or something. I mean, I'll just call them the foreskins to make this funny. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, the Washington Commanders have sold, have been sold by Dan Snyder to Josh Harris, uh, co-owner of the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils, for over $6 billion. That's crazy. But you knew this was coming. If he wasn't selling, he was going to get forced out. Snyder. I mean... There's no conceivable way that man could could own the team for that for as long as he fucking did. For as long as he did. And let's be honest here. This is the best thing that could happen to the league right now. Dan Snyder is gone. He's gone. Which is good. That's it's nice to see that change is brewing in the league in terms of ownership. I mean, we have yet to see what the Seahawks are going to do for their ownership group because they're not going to get sold until the next two years from now. Or one or two years from now. Who knows? I have no idea. I pray to God it's Jeff Bezos who owns the Seahawks. But we shall see. We shall see. Cash flow galore! Uh, but yeah, Josh Harris, who is part of that ownership group with the Devils and and, her, and 76ers, um... He, his ownership group owns the owns the commanders now, which is nice because that fan base. I speak for that entire fan base. I'm I'm not even a fan, but like I speak for that that the DC area. That fan base has been craving winning and successful, consistent football and care for God knows how long, like almost thirty years, probably well over thirty years. And that's crazy to think about, but it, it, it's, it shows change is coming. It shows change is coming for the commanders, which is nice because I like the name. I do, but they'll always be like the 
Rojo skins for me. Because that's what I grew up with. Um, I don't care if you're racist or whatever the hell it is, what it is. But it's good to see that, you know, that fan base finally gets what they what they wanted. It's nice. It's nice to see that they finally fucking get what they wanted. And that is, you get the ownership group of Snyder and etc. to sell that franchise. Which is good. You needed that. You needed that. Like, and then you need to get really good management for the football team. And they will be fine. They will be fine. I mean... Who I mean, Ron Rivera's a good coach. I know. Sorry, Panther fans. I I like Ron Rivera. I do. Um, and they got a good coach. They got a really good defense, to a degree. Um, they got good players on both sides of the ball. And all they need is a really good general manager. And we shall see where it goes. So this is this is a good sight to see for. The Washington fan base is a really good. This is a really good thing. Surprisingly, a really good thing. So, cheers to that. Okay, there's apparently nothing crazy going on. Nope, nothing extremely controversial. Nothing serious. Nothing really bad or stupid or whatever it may be. Nope, absolutely nothing going on. Apparently, people still want to watch the world burn. Or Bud Light burning this. There it is. There's what we need to talk about. Um, this is a this is a this is another clip I'm not going to post to TikTok. I'll post it to YouTube and Instagram. I don't give a shit. But like, why is this a problem? Why is this an issue? I mean, why? First of all, Bud Light's big mistake was to, you know, the Bud Lights primarily. A frat boy beer or a redneck beer. Let's be honest here. I'm not even a drinker of Bud Light. I don't like Bud Light. I'm a Budweiser, you know, Blue Point, Angry Orchard kind of guy. Angry Orchard's not even a beer, but it's like a cider, but who cares? I love it. Um, what a fucking. And you're targeting fucking Brokeback Mountain. This You turn Bud Light into Brokeback Mountain. If you don't know what that is, I highly suggest you watch that movie for the comedy purposes. I've never seen it, but I, I, I would watch it for shits and giggles. You turn Bud Light into Brokeback Mountain. That's all I'm gonna say. Cause like I, actually, you know what? There's a lot of shit I want to say. I don't give a crap if you're gay, trans, bi, whatever the fuck. If you shove this shit down my throat and. Be, are an asshole about it, then I got a problem with you. But otherwise, I'm chill with you. I'm chill. But there are people losing their shit over this. Absolutely losing their shit. And it's funny to see. Because it's like, really? You're you're losing your mind over a frat boy beer? Because that's what it is. All you want to do is just watch the world burn. You know what I think of Bud Light right now? I think of Bud Light as like Heath Ledger's Joker in the 2008 Dark Dark Knight film. Just watching money burn. By the way, Hall of Fame movie. First out Hall of Fame movie. Probably the greatest superhero film ever. I will fight you on this. Um, 
That's what I think this is. As I literally think this is this is turning out to be. And it's stupid because it didn't have to get this bad. It didn't have to get this way. It really didn't, but people are losing their minds about it. And then Bud Light basically backtracked on the whole thing today saying, Yeah, we weren't supposed to be doing that. It's like no shit. <laughs> yeah, apparently, um it's the Bud Light has backtracked on you know, I was like, hey, listen, we weren't expecting it to get this bad. It's like, no shit. No shit. <laughs> oh, God. That's, is, this shit's just funny to me. It's just funny to see people losing their shit over something so stupid. And I'm not saying transgender rights are stupid. No, they're not. Listen, this is America. You live your life however you want to be. If you decide, hey, I want to be a dude or I want to be a, or I want to be a woman, fucking do it. This is America. Do whatever the hell you want. But just don't shove it in my face and be an asshole about it. That's all I ask. Just don't. Because if you're an asshole about it, then I'm then you, you, you fuck with me. Um, but yeah, I'm not posting this to TikTok. Fuck that. I don't want to get screamed at. Um, but this is. Uh, touchy subject, but we shall see where this goes. Uh, I'm just, I, I couldn't help but talk about this because it's something that's just funny to me, that people are losing their minds over a frat boy beer. <laughs> it doesn't even taste good. That's just my opinion. Take it, how you, take it how you want. I just find it funny to me. That's all. Last one before a close-up shop for the day. Um, I understand that, uh, there are individuals who, this is, this particular topic is very touchy once again, but the mental health crisis, let's call it, is at a terrible high. And there are people that will just focus on every single conceivable bad thing possible, and instead, look at life in a different perspective. Hey, you got at, Eddie Murphy said this. You got at minimum seventy-five years on this earth. Seventy-five years. That's that's a long. That's a short time. But in hindsight, you got all the time in the world. Do what the hell you want. Enjoy that shit, baby. You know, you got to learn to just enjoy the life that God gave you. Enjoy the life that. Granted, it is a privilege and can sure shit be taken away. So while you're at it, enjoy that shit, baby. Just enjoy that shit. You know, you got to learn to just take life with a grain of salt. You know, go to the beach, go to the nearest ocean or field, wide open field, mountain range, whatever the fuck you want to do. And just wave your arms in the air. And go scream, woo, like Ric Flair. You know what I mean? Just, life is good. Life is a good thing. You got to enjoy it, baby. Enjoy that shit. There's not a better way to say it than just enjoy it. You know? That's it. So... I appreciate everyone that tunes into the show. I, I really do appreciate everything that, you know, you guys support this 
crap show of a journey. It's it's uh, uh, it's you took a show that well almost five years ago. Uh, I thought it was going to go nowhere. It still hasn't gone anywhere. But who cares? I'm still enjoying it. Um, and you guys continue to make it fun. You guys, you know, there's support that people like you support this show and will continuously give me more reasons to enjoy it. And that's good. It's good to see that I get to enjoy this. I get to enjoy this crap. And that's nice to see. And, you know, it's it's very humbling to know that I have a dream in sports talk or podcasting or whatever that I can keep going because of you guys. So I appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Uh, that'll do it for this lovely debacle of a show um, for this episode, in this case. Uh, my name is Daniel Smooth. Uh, we're coming to you from the beaches of Long Island, New York, and I'll see you in this life or the next one. Have a good one, guys.